Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. This is maybe not an incredibly exciting episode for you, but this is the first time Melissa and I have recorded in two, two and a half weeks, three, yeah, three, three, I think. Yeah, that's three, actually. I should introduce myself if you're brand new here. Um, my name is Megan, and I am joined by my co-host, producer. And if you're watching the video version, my uh, sweatshirt matching twin. Yeah. Melissa. We didn't plan it. We did not plan it, though. I did think that you would wear one, and it was, I don't know, the percentage of three. 33%. 33%? percent That we would be wearing this one. So if you haven't peeped our merch, check it out. It's very cute. And we are an advice podcast where you call in, leave voicemails, and then we give you life-changing, amazing, wonderful, fantastic, 
advice that's the best thing you've ever heard and makes your day. I also like to, you know, sometimes refer to us as a certain barstool podcast, but non-GMO. Someone sent us a message. It's like, have you listened recently? And I was like, no, no. I mean, it's on Spotify now, but I mean, you know, it's a principle. I'm not going to listen to a barstool. That's like saying like, have you listened to this one specific Joe Rogan episode? And I'm like, that's I'm good, bro. I'm good. It's not going to happen. Even if it's Bernie Sanders. You have to say bro, because you know, it's like a bro. It's a, it's a bro to bro. Mm-hmm. Of course it's bros. Yeah. <laughs> so just a quick, I don't even know if this is considered a housekeeping update, but Melissa and I are not recording together in person mm-hmm. because I have COVID. If you're not following me on any apparatus, you <laughs> have missed that I have COVID. I am, fingers crossed, hopefully on the tail end of it, but I am still in my 14 days of um, quarantine isolation, which is why we're not recording together. And it's also my precursor if I sound winded if I take a lot of breaths or I repeat myself or in general if my brain doesn't seem if it seems less sharp than it normally is which is already kind of dull (laughs) (laughs) because of that we're not going to do updates for right now just because it takes more energy to do the updates because we have to talk to you guys live and can't edit I mean we do edit but like can't edit IRL so yeah and like we don't like to interrupt and ask someone to like repeat themselves and you know to do all of that kind of stuff so this is going to be the longest I've spoken in weeks so when I told Moss we were recording today he was like oh and I was like we're just gonna do one episode Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fine I was was like we can tell our advertising partners we'll take a day off but you're a trooper and I appreciate it I want to feel better desperately. And so, mm-hmm. like, I think whatever I can do to, like, ease myself back into it, I'm, like, so bored of being sick. And it sucks because, like, obviously, like, we're incredibly, like, lucky and grateful that we're vaccinated. And, mm-hmm. like, we didn't have we had, like, shitty cases. Like, it was not fun. And it very much so sucked. Um, But that... uh I have the ability to like want to power through and like keep working and or start working. Not like I've been working at all for the last couple of weeks, but we also know that that's a lucky thing that we can do because a lot of other people have to deal with much worse symptoms and much worse cases and all that. But by no means was it just a simple cold, mm-hmm. like most people are saying. But yeah, I did a whole video on my YouTube about my experience with breakthrough cases. I also have a ton of links and information there. If people have questions, this is not a place for anti-vaxxers. Vaccine hesitancy is something that is completely separate and different. And I have a lot of resources on my Instagram and my YouTube if you are vaccine hesitant and want to learn more. But if you're, I mean, let's be honest, Rachel's going to hop in the fucking reviews and leave an anti-vax comment in general. Yeah, I know that our... Rachel's that we like that are in our Facebook group. They they had they made a little thread. They did, and I like how you know we we know that these are good people in our group because they didn't like they weren't like offended by it. Well, because they know that the only thing they have in common with that Rachel is the name. I can admit not all Megans are created equal. Right, Megan Kelly? No, that's not an H. Who's the H? Megan Kane? McCain? McCain? Yeah. 
Megan, yeah. But you had been visiting your family. And yes, I saw my family in Arkansas. I popped first. I saw my popped up at my sister Melanie's house because she was closest to the airport and they didn't know I was coming. So I got when I went to her door that I had on a hoodie and a mask. And so I walked in. My brother-in-law was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I went to my, and my nieces and nephews didn't recognize. He was like, take off your mask. I was like, I'm not taking off my mask. So I get like a home test or whatever. Um, Cause they, Noah and Adriana, like, they're like, I don't know who the fuck that is. is again, I had on a hoodie and a mask. And then I went to my sister's room. She was taking a nap. And so I woke her up and she, again was like who is this the person the two people that immediately recognized me were the dog who loves me she's my heart and joy and abriel who was one years old the baby and has never seen me like except for like when she was newly born as a baby like (gasps) so funny (laughs) so i loved it because she like she hasn't seen me since she was a newborn and we've only like she knows me through FaceTime. And so she got it immediately. Oh, that's so cute. And then we found out where my parents were. My dad was at home and my mom was at Walmart. And I was like, let's go to Walmart. So me and Melanie went to Walmart and my mom had the other nieces and nephews, three of them with her. And so like, I saw them at the checkout counter and like, just while everything is now all automated at Walmart mm-hmm. in Arkansas. And so I went up and then she just, my mom started screaming and oh. it was the best. It's all on camera. <gasps> I can't wait to see it. Um, and then I went home and my dad was there and I walked in with like my mom and my nieces and nephews and my other sister. And so like, he didn't realize it at first, like that I had walked in and then like it, like he did a double take and said, what the hell? That's one more daughter than I'm used to seeing in this group. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. Ugh. And then I went to go see my other sister who had a migraine that day and we've been fighting. She called me an asshole and then hugged me and we were good at that time. <laughs> <laughs> the pettiness. I live for it. I live for it. Well, that's exciting. You said that you think you're going to post the video on t- our TikTok. Your yeah. TikTok or our TikTok? My TikTok. Yeah. Okay. We have other videos that need to go on our TikTok that you can't see. I think I'll have to download them and send it to you. I think you will, too, because I apparently they like stay on the device, not the account, the drafts, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. I wanted to make some new TikToks. Well, I am so happy you got to see your family. It's been so long. Almost two years. Yeah. The flying experience. I hate it. Yeah, I can imagine. Flying from... Texas to California is a different vibe. Yeah. Because I had to go through Dallas because of American and their rerouting of things. But a lot of uh, people wearing their masks under their noses, a lot of um, touching of things. And I was not comfortable at all. Even the little, who wasn't a little boy, I'd say it was like 15 that was sitting next to me. I didn't notice it, but the flight attendant was passing that and she's like, you need to put your mask on. Cause I had like my eyes closed and he didn't have his mask on and his mom was like sleep next to him. And I was like, oh my gosh. I hate that. Yeah. That's so stressful. Yeah. I think that like you and me specifically, not only are we in an LA bubble, but like mm-hmm. we don't leave we don't our leave. houses or like 
go outdoor dining or like even or do indoor dining, do like any of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So like we don't see how other people are conducting it. And like it's one of those things that like you're like, oh, this is why we're at where we're yeah. at as a country. Yeah. yeah. Even my flight attendant going from Texas to Arkansas, she didn't have her mask on for half the flight. And I reported her. Good. She was talking about like childbirths without her mask. And I was like, we can hear you with your mask on. You don't need to take it off. We were on a very small plane, too. I don't understand why she had it off. I already get really nervous about germs on planes in general Mm -hmm. and lack of air circulation and that kind of stuff. And so like that's without a pandemic, like a airborne. Yeah. I mean, even before the pandemic, I was the person that was wiping stuff down. So, yeah, I didn't have fun flying at all. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we're at. So if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com for uh, both of those things that we ask. You are 18 or over. Have your parents' permission. You let us know your pronouns and you keep it under three minutes. And the best way to do that is to write down everything you're going to say, pull out your phone, get the timer on there, Read everything you wrote down and see if it fits under three minutes while maintaining all of the important info. Mm -hmm. You can cut out your Zodiac signs. We do want to know your ages. If it's about a relationship, how long have you been together? As many details as possible. And then for the call, when you record it, read it. And you can get a diamond that Melissa gives out. Sparkly. A sparkly diamond or maybe just like, um, what do you want to do tears or just diamonds? Just diamonds. Just diamonds. Yeah. It's either an A plus or you fail. We're an all or nothing here. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, should we get into the first call? Let's do it. Hi, Eminem. I am calling from Canada and I am calling regarding being now an introvert due to the pandemic. I used to be a huge extrovert, me and my boyfriend. And since we're obviously double vaccinated and things are getting back to normal here in Canada. So, you know, we go out with like friends and stuff. We'll just like go to a restaurant or we'll go to a patio. And I just don't want to do anything. And I know that I can't be alone. Um, My boyfriend still like now he's excited. He's like, oh, I can't wait to go out for drinks with friends or, you know, like go to the bar or go for dinner or like go to a bonfire or go wherever. And every time we get an invite somewhere, I'm like, I would literally rather sit at home and watch a movie. For example, it's Friday night. He's going golfing uh, with his new boss and some coworkers, which I'm super happy for him. But I'm at home eating pizza, drinking wine. And I just went to Home Sense, which is like Home Goods in Canada. And like, that's my night. And I know that nothing's wrong with it. But where the issue comes in is, I almost resent him because I'm like, I'm always home with the dog. I'm always looking after the house. I'm always doing laundry. But I feel like I need some tough love because that is obviously my choice. Like, I am choosing to do that. And I don't know. I just, like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. Like, I'm down to go for, like, a patio for drinks during the day. But at night, like, past 8 o'clock, I'm like an old lady. And I don't know how to balance this in our relationship and kind of not be resentful because it kind of sounds like I want to still go out and I get jealous when he does stuff. But at the same time, I just like don't want to go. So if you have any advice or you know anyone else going through something similar, I don't know if I need to snap out of it or what it is. But um, any advice that you have would be great. Love you, ladies, so much. Yours, bomb. Talk to you soon. Bye. 
<laughs> well, you're talking to two people that do not like to leave their homes. I still feel very unsafe going out. And so like I I have friends that are like, come over, you know, let's go out to eat. I do not want to go out to eat at any restaurant um, unless I know that we're going to be secluded. Kind of like when we went out for your birthday, we were far away from everyone. And we had to all show vaccination we had to show vaccination cards and we had all been tested before yeah but i would say to treat your alone time as the same way as him going out as far as like the household work like if you're at home it's like enjoyment for you so like if you're at home then you shouldn't be doing any type of chores i would think of that more of like when you're both at home i think yeah no i agree with all that like i think like your leisure time should be leisure time. And like, just because you're home, you shouldn't be doing the things you need to get done around the house. It should be treated the same way. It's just a different venue of Mm -hmm. social stuff. I would say though, that like, I think if it feels like you want to, you're not getting that quality time with him anymore. Like, I think scheduling that is great. And like, maybe it's the quality time that you schedule is you and him, like you said, going out to like, drinks or dinner on a patio and being home by eight. And that's like a date night thing. And then he's not going off to go do something afterwards. Like when you guys have like a, a date, like have that be like, this is the day we're going to hang out. This is what we're going to do together and all of that kind of stuff. So you're getting like actual quality time, even if before your quality time used to be going out together and doing lots of things that are a lot more social. I think you have to like adjust that with him and I do understand, though, at the same time, like if you want to be at home and like there's a part of you, I think it sounds like you want him to want to do that, too, with you, Mm -hmm. which I totally understand. But that's it's just and like Israel, you said you wanted the tough love like you can do that, but that has to be scheduled the same way. There just have it be three different or four different things. There's you and him when you're home and that's we're doing like during the week or whatever, and we're doing laundry, we're doing chores, like we're uh, t- hanging out with the dog, taking care of the dog, doing blah, 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 whatever. And then there's his social time where he's doing whatever he chooses to do, whether that's golfing or going out with friends or doing that, your social time or your per- personal time where you can choose like go to HomeSense, like go get a glass of wine and uh, sit on a patio or watch a movie at home and then couple time because I think if you are then treating your relationship quality time the same thing as like roommates coexisting working Mm -hmm. at home doing that kind of stuff that can feel really resentful because it feels like all of your leisure time is separate from each other so I would focus on scheduling and making time for that and I personally know for me as a homebody like I I completely understand pre-pandemic, like this is pre-pandemic. I like Mots and I would, he would want to go out for a drink and like he would want him and I to do that together. And he really likes that. It's not my favorite thing, but we would go do that. But like then afterwards we would come home and watch a movie, which is something that I really like to do. But it wasn't like we're having a date and then that's going to mean we're going to leave after an hour and then you're going to go off and do something else with your friends. And then I'm going to go home by myself. Like that's kind of where I think the introvert at home thing or home buddy, because it's not even necessarily, you don't sound necessarily like an introvert. It sounds like you are, have been an extrovert and you enjoy being around people, but like that's been taken away by the pandemic. I'm like an extrovert who's a homebody. 
Like that's Mm -hmm. like, and I think this kind of sounds similar to you. So I think it's just having those conversations with him. And then if you also feel like if he's, he should watch the dog when the other things that you want to go out and like do and like all of that kind of stuff. But I think if you have quality time with him, it won't feel like you are holding down the fort or being like the homemaker aspect that he just gets to come home to like a perfectly clean house and doing all of that stuff. It's about like not multitasking. Yeah. And maybe breaking up what the chores are. Like you have written down, like you're doing laundry this week. I'll do the laundry next week, blah, blah, blah. That way you're not stuck with everything. Yeah. And also like, I think regardless of the fact that like things are opening up some places and it's safer for people to go do social things, I don't think it's a ridiculous request at all to like, even if you've spent all this time quarantining with your partner, I don't think it's a ridiculous request at all to like want to see them as and have a date night once a week without adding other people involved into that. Cause like your relationship is still important. And like, even though we've been cooped up with significant others for all of this time, you didn't backlog quality time. Like you mm-hmm. have to maintain that through all these other social obligations. Hi, Megan, Melissa. I hope you both are doing well. I obviously love listening to your podcast, but I want to get into why I'm calling before I start ranting too much. I have been with my boyfriend for about five years. I've always had a pretty irregular period, regardless of like birth control or any contraceptive. Um, it's been pretty unpredictable. In the first half of our relationship, I hardly had any period at all, but now I have almost constantly, it seems. I see him mostly on weekends because that's when he's free and when I'm free. Um, and it seems like I will almost be clear until the weekend I see him almost every single time. That being said, we haven't been actually intimate in months other than me pleasing him orally, which I do enjoy very much. But uh, it does get frustrating when my boyfriend um, refuses to do anything else. When I'm bleeding, I understand that it's messy and I, it's definitely not ideal, but it seems that this is just kind of becoming our reality. Um, I've told him multiple times that with, you know, condoms, putting on towels, et cetera, we can minimize the mess and we can still have a good time that can be intimate and romantic and that it can even enhance or intensify my feelings when I'm bleeding, but he refuses. Um, it doesn't help that he makes me feel kind of gross. And I'm clean for having my period and kind of act like it's my fault. Can't be intimate, even though I continually say it's not my choice, obviously. You know, even even if my period is regular, it's still normally bodily function. Um, I stood up for myself so many times <laughs> telling him, maybe you're not the one getting sex, but I'm the one dealing with, you know, the cramps and the constant constant bleeding and I'm also not getting sex (laughs) so it really makes me feel insecure in my relationship and honestly super inadequate as a partner and a girlfriend because he's a very sexual person I mean so am I but it really sucks that I feel I am unable to kind of give him what I wish I could and what I want to I guess I'm not really sure what my exact question is. Uh, how, how am I able to make my boyfriend stop acting like a child and have period sex with me? Or is this a reason I should consider leaving my partner for? I, I'm honestly just kind of unsure at this point. 
I'm going to get graphic with my personal experience. So fair warning, Melissa, it can be weird when you talk about having sex with your current partner when like, do you know what I mean? Like I find usually talking about sex and how with other people, but like, you know, both moms and I, so like yeah. everybody, this is going to be when I'm talking about sex, I rarely will talk about moms and I like, yeah, I, know, I know nothing about your sex life except for you don't hit your head on your, uh, chandelier oh we definitely do more recently just because i've been a little (laughs) less lazy and going on top more which you know that it happens i know that's a thing for you yeah so i have been on birth control for i'm almost on two months now and i have been spotting continuously this whole time and Mats has been on the podcast before he's talked about the first time he ever had sex and the first time he ever had sex was with a girl who didn't know that she had her period and the lights were off. Lights came back on. He was completely covered in blood. It was in the middle of a party. He is now like he said this where he was like as traumatizing as it was for me. Like I recognize it was so much more traumatizing for her, but he has never uh, hadn't really ever been comfortable with period sex or and doing anything like that. I will also say I have never had any desire to have sex while I am like menstruating because like I'm in pain, like I'm not whatever but i have been spotting continuously for the last three months and like some days i'm having like it's all manageable cramps and pain and that stuff so like it's a different i now am in a position where i'm like oh i would want to have sex now this isn't never before have i been bleeding and also felt like comfortable enough to have sex and someone not wanting to have period sex is totally fine totally their right the issue And first of all, it's totally fine if someone doesn't have period sex. And it's also totally fine if that's something that you need in a relationship and you want some like you can break up with someone because that's not something that they're comfortable with. And the only issue is when you're making someone do something they're not comfortable with. But the fact that he has made you feel like this is your fault. This is dirty. It's gross. It's on you. And it's something that you making you feel unclean and you have to constantly stand up for yourself and defend your own cycle and your own body that's an issue Mats was never comfortable with having period sex but never at all was I ever made to feel this was something gross about my body or anything like that and within the last three months like we have he basically came to me and was like hey so this seems like the spotting and stuff seems like this has is going to be the new normal for at least the next three months, but even longer if this isn't the birth control that works for you and you try another one. And we had a serious sit down conversation where I told him, I was like, you have to understand how much weight there is around shame around menstruation and cycles. And I'm not going to be comfortable having sex while I have my period. If there's going to be any sort of uncomfortability or visible like sicking out grossness from you like I can't do that and so like you have to be sure that you are really ready and comfortable to do that because there's a lot behind all of this and like we've been taught to be so shameful regarding this thing for so long and my period is also a very sensitive subject to me because it's something that like I deal with like so horribly so to have someone else like kind of be like ugh, I'd be like fuck off like you don't know and he's been completely comfortable with like, again, using condoms, putting a towel down and all that. And like, I got some blood on the sheets the like two days ago. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he was like, Oh my God, don't apologize. Like, this is completely natural. It's not gross at all. Like, this is just something that like we deal with. And like, we just wash the sheets like here, I'll spray them down. Like this is totally fine. 
And he was like, you know what? You don't even worry about this. Like if this makes you feel like shameful or like feel bad looking at it, I'm just going to take care of it and I'm going to go do this thing. And that should be, I don't want to applaud him for doing any of that because like that should be the standard. But like we have been so ingrained to accept people thinking that our bodies are gross and that should never, ever, ever be the case. It's something completely natural. But on top of it, I know how much it fucking sucks to not have a regular cycle to deal with period pain. And then on top of that, having a boyfriend who's upset with you for having a period. Is he like seven years old? Does he not understand how this like works? Like, I think that if I don't think you're mature enough to be with someone who has a cycle, if you can't talk about it or be compassionate or understanding of any of this, like, I just think that like, this is so many more red flags about him as a person than like him not wanting to have period sex. That's not my issue with this. I agree. 100%. I really don't have much to add to what you're saying because I think you're completely like on the ball about everything. I am somebody that like on the third day of my period, I get extra horny. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Like I'm so horny. So I do want to have sex. Um, And I just want to say if you're someone who feels like squeamish about like period sex um, because of the blood, there are products out there that and I, this to me, it's not for the caller that's calling in because I don't think that I think there's a lot of red flags that are going on here Um, but for anyone else like there's we've advertised with them before so this is a free ad I guess but flex discs they make like discs that you can put in that you can use during sex so that's just an, an option for anything sex related there should be two enthusiastic participants Mm -hmm. and And if you're not there's not two enthusiastic participants then like I said, that information is not for you. Yeah. And there's a way to prior to all of this, like Mott's not being into having period sex. That conversation is not how your conversation with your boyfriend was going. Mm-hmm. And I also wasn't into having it at that point right. either. And so like that works. But even if you take away the misogyny and like just ne- horrible shit that he's doing, if he doesn't want to have period sex and that's something that you're interested in and you want and like also because like pr- pretty much you're, you're you need to be with someone who's gonna have period sex because otherwise you're not gonna have sex right. like then that is not the relationship for you but mm-hmm. be, beyond all of that like there's just so many red flags and i hate the fact that you have dealt with potentially for the last like five years in a relationship with someone who has like made you apologize for something that not only you can't control but something that affects you so much more than it affects him and like i don't know i have i am such a specific like frustration and like feelings about sex in regards to like periods and like all of that kind of stuff that like there's already so much of an uphill battle people with vaginas have to do in regards to like empowerment in their own sexuality and like pleasure and all of that kind of stuff and then when you also factor in those people who menstruate along with that and tie those Mm -hmm. things together. Like you are fighting such a fucking uphill battle for that. And when people with penises don't recognize that, meet you there and respect it. To me, that's like the lowest of the low because you're like, you have no idea how fucking hard me and everyone who came before me had to work to get to like all of this in my lifetime. And then no, like fuck off with that shit. Right. I would bite his dick and then break up with him. (laughs) I would. 
All right, next one. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling. I need some tough love, I think. I'm not really sure. Long story short, I'm in my late 20s, and my girlfriend just had her first baby. It's like the first baby of the group. And I planned her gender reveal for her. Like, we're completely best friends and not like high school best friends, like adult best friends. We've been really close. She's been like texting me every day up until the birth. Long story short, she had her baby two weeks ago, and I have not heard from her. Um, her mom has been texting me like when she went in, uh, she was actually induced and then she ended up having a C-section just because it was taking so long for her to get dilated. So, um, yeah, her mom was texting me, sending me updates. Her fiance, who I'm also really good friends with, was sending me updates as well. And then after her son was born, her fiance texted me was like, oh, he's here. Like, we're so happy. And I was like, oh my gosh, amazing. Like, let me know if you guys need anything. Like, I'm just so happy that they're both healthy. And uh, he was like, yeah, for sure. So I texted her the day after she had the baby because she was texting me while she was like being induced. And I just said like, kept it so short and sweet. Like, hey, love you so much. I prepped some food for you guys. Let me know um, if I can drop it off before you guys get home from the hospital. I just want to make sure you guys are fed and, you know, you can enjoy this first few weeks with your son. And she never texted me back, which I didn't expect. Like, she just had a baby, for God's sake. However, it's been two weeks. And like I said, I planned her gender reveal. Like, it was, like, a big thing. Like, we're so close. And obviously, I haven't had a baby. And obviously, I'm like, yo, calm the fuck down. Like, you haven't had a baby. You don't know what it's like. However, is this weird? Like, it's been two weeks. And I and I haven't texted her again. I texted her fiance and been like, hey, like, thinking about you guys, like, so glad to see that you're home because he's posting like they're home and he's like so in love with his new son and yada yada. But like, I haven't heard from her and he always sends me like pictures of, you know, the baby and her back. And he's like, yeah, everyone's doing good. Like, thanks so much. I can't wait for you to meet him. And obviously it's COVID and we're all vaccinated. And my plan isn't like, I'm not saying this because I want to see him. I want to make sure that like, I just want to hear from her that she's okay. Cause I feel like a lot of people obviously deal with babies. Oh my gosh, I'm getting close to the limit. Everyone's worried about the babies and not the moms and I have food and I don't even want to see them. Like I would rather just drop the food off at their front door and run, but I haven't heard from her. So is this weird? Give me tough love if you need. I'm a Virgo. I can handle it. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> I'm glad you want tough love because that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Not only did she just have a baby, she's recovering from major surgery and her fiance, she is communicating to you through her fiance. That's what's happening. Like yeah. you just need to, maybe if it's better for you at this time, change the number to say hit like her name and his name. But like that is who's sending those pictures. Like he is doing this to keep you updated and communicate with you for her because she's not there. She might not even have slept yet. Like, yeah. There's so much that your body goes through after you have a baby and you don't know how she's dealing with it. And she might not even understand how she's dealing with it. And she's not because she has a new baby. She's not sleeping. She also might that it's common. So she as far as you know, she might have postpartum depression and she doesn't want to deal with any she like she's not even thinking about you i know that you're thinking about her but she's not thinking about you because she has other things on her mind 
she's got this brand new thing that had been growing in her for months that she's a first time mom that she isn't getting sleep. Her body is changing from like hormones because she it's going from having a baby in her to not having a baby in her. She I don't know if she's breast. There's just a lot of things that are going on with her physically and emotionally. And right now she does not have the capacity to have you as a factor in that. Her fiance is still like letting you know, like even if he's not like answering your text messages, he's still like letting you know that, you know, the baby's healthy. And if he, if there was something that he felt comfortable and your friend felt comfortable, you would know, but they're not there yet. So you just, you just have to, as much as it feels like you're on the sideline because you were there for her throughout the pregnancy, you just have to wait because it's not about you at all. Yeah. And if you want to drop off food, just literally show up, drop it off, send a picture of the front door Mm -hmm. to him, say, Hey, just dropped off some food for you and go home. And if they don't see the text message, if the food spoils, if they forget about it, that's fine. It doesn't matter. And like, I understand you saying like, you want to check in on her and you feel like everybody like worried about baby and all of that stuff. But exactly like you just said, she knows that you're there. If she needs something from you or she wants to talk to you about something or anything, she can reach out. But the worst thing to do at this possible moment is to put expectations or to make you have needs right now because like you need to get whatever your friendship needs from other friends right now because like that's not going to happen with her and being in communication with you and talking about whatever it is right now would just be another task on her to-do list and not something that's coming from like a, a place where she's either ready to talk about it or like has something to talk about or anything like that. So I think just drop the food off. And if he sends a photo, just be like, would love to get a picture. Like, so great. But like, understand that like the same things are going on and she they're getting the same messages from all of his family, mm-hmm. all of her family, other people. They have so many doctor's appointments. It seems like her mom's there too, right? Because she was sending yeah. the updates. Like, it's just, it's just not about you. Yeah. And I think that there, for me personally, there's nothing I like love more than the fact, and this is not comparing this to like childbirth or anything like that. But like when I'm either like going through like a really depressive episode or like even when I have my period or whatever, all of my friends will know. And Mm -hmm. it's like a singular text message. Like, Hey, you do it all the time. Once a Mm -hmm. month when I was getting my period, like hope you're doing like, hope you're doing well, like thinking of you, blah, blah, blah. And then I can respond to that when I am ready, when I am up to it and I don't have my phone blowing up all week and then feeling like I have, fuck, I have to respond to this person. I have Mm -hmm. an obligation to do that kind of stuff. That I'm sure is exactly how she feels friendship wise, like with you. And you're worrying about the potential that she's maybe not doing super well emotionally or like is dealing with something and doesn't have someone to go to, she has you to go to. And if she needed to go to you right now, she would. And that door is always going to be open. And I think that like from the sound of it, you guys have a great friendship and she knows that. But the more that you push, if someone's not ready, that's not helpful for anyone in the situation. Right. 
there can't be any expectations in return, even being like, well, I want to like, don't even just drop the food off. Don't even be like, is it okay if I make it so there doesn't have to be a response on the other end? Like there's a no strings attached. Here's a thing that I did. Doesn't matter to me if you don't ever eat this food. If I can be helpful, then this will be helpful. If it's not not helpful, I'm not going to feel like put out or I wasted time or I need you to tell me that what I did was helpful. Like, yeah. Like even my friends, they had a baby a couple of years ago and although like I was part of the birth plan because um, the husband, he grew up in New York. He doesn't know how, he did. He never learned how to drive. So like I was always part of the birth plan that I was going to take them to the hospital. And then like I got a text message like she's having the baby. It ended up that they were in a position where like they just had to go and I wasn't part of it. And I was fine with that because I know that things change and you don't know what's going to happen. And I would just like, you know, send food over or like send like I'd send lactation cookies over. Like, again, it's just not about you. Yeah. And two weeks for somebody who has is on the outside of having like given a baby. That feels like two weeks for every new mom I've spoken to. It was as if like a day passed. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it's so fast. And like, you're figuring all of that stuff out. Like it's a lot, like it's, it's a lot. And you don't want to add to her plate Mm -hmm. or their plate with any of that kind of stuff. And even like, she's not mad at you. (laughs) You know, that's like the other thing. Like if you need to hear that, like, She's not mad at you. You're not in a fight. She's just learning how to become a new mom right now and dealing with all of that kind of stuff. And the best thing that you can do is what she's expecting that you're doing is you are the supportive best friend who's going to be there, judgment-free, no expectations for when she's ready and has the bandwidth. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't even reiterate the just based on a, my a nose job is nowhere near as intensive a surgery as a C-section. I was living the day after t- tomorrow for like the almost the fir- for the first 10 days. I woke up, watched the same episode of Scandal every day thinking I hadn't seen it the day before. It was 50 first dates. Like you have so many drugs that are still in your system from surgery that like you are coming off all of that kind of stuff. Like it's a lot. And if it's helpful for you, I would recommend watching some like vlogs of like YouTubers or like just some things about recovering from a C-section and all of that kind of stuff to like see like, oh, wow, this is probably a very similar thing that she could be going through. And then you'll meet the baby and it'll be great. Mm -hmm. Okay, quick break and then we'll be right back. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there oh and, and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month. 
because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, we are back from the break and we're getting to the rest of the calls. Hi, I'm 24. I work in a brewery with a bunch of dudes, but there's a couple ladies there who are really nice. That's important for later. So I've been working at this brewery for 
three years now. And as of this last February, September now, this uh, guy started and I immediately had ridiculous butterflies. Like, essentially, I'm going to vomit, drop all the things that I do every time I see you kind of butterflies. This guy makes me go crazy. I smell him and everything just goes nuts. That sounded weird, but don't worry about it. So <laughs> I like this one guy. I started hooking up with another guy at the place. He is unfortunately married, and I should not be doing that. And so that's a thing. And on top of that, we now have another situation. I've been making out with uh, one of the ladies who works there. So I got a massive crush on one of the guys, been hooking up with one of the married guys, been making out with one of the chicks, who is not in a relationship in any sort of way. Anyway... The guy, the one guy, I still get massive butterflies every time I see him, but this chick, she genuinely wants to, like, hang out and get to know me, and then I kind of want to, like, get to know her, but I've never really been with a lady before, so I don't necessarily know the next steps uh, after making out, and you're not just shit-faced drunk, so I don't, I don't know those steps, but with the dude, I know those steps, no problem, with a lady, I don't know those steps. I know I should stop hooking up with this married man, but what should I do with this guy that I've had a massive crush on for months and this girl that has now entered the scene that I've been randomly making out with here and there? Or should I, like, maybe just ditch the coworkers in, in general? I also live in a very small town, so if I don't end up dating my coworkers, I date my customers or whatever. Anyway, thanks, Megan. I love your podcast. <laughs> and no love for Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> that means you can be uh, extra ruthless. <laughs> <clears throat> do not date people that you work with, first of all. Do not date married people, hook up with married people. And then, you know, this is just a like your life should never seem like a messy sitcom. <laughs> like a badly written messy yeah, sitcom. A badly written mis- messy sitcom. Like really that's that's really all i have to like you need to be alone don't date anybody you work with don't date married people don't hook up with somebody that you don't like you just seem like you're just interested because you made out with them you don't even seem like you're actually interested in them and then you're leading them on because you're like actually interested in this other guy that you still like don't date people you work with i don't know what else you have to say No, the answer is D, none of the above. Like you need to not be involved with any of these things. You need to cut off all of this and hop into therapy if it's accessible to you. And if it's not accessible to you, read a bunch of books on this subject because you have had feelings for a guy who sounds originally, not the married man, who sounds like he's single and someone you really like. And instead of pursuing that in a a, a very ethical way your response has been to get shit-faced hook up with one of your co-workers and then also sleep with a married man who's another one one uh, he's another other co-workers too like that to me is like perfect example of like you of self-sabotage there like we don't fall into mess like you've created a really messy situation for yourself which is the why you picked the mess you didn't pick Mm -hmm. pursuing someone that you have feelings for and like to me that sounds like uh an attachment style issue deflecting like yeah there's something else going on here you were going out of your way to participate in 
chaos that cannot and will not end well for you versus the potential of something that could. And even if you're like, you know what, I want to cut everything off and date this guy, you have to take a massive, massive, massive break because like this is not the mindset that you go in to that. And that's not how you have a successful and healthy relationship. Like there's a reason why you've chosen to do all of this stuff. And like until you unpack that and work through that, you are going to then subject other people to this. And I think that's part of the reason why you are not going after him and is because I think that there's some issues there that you think that you deserve the married man, mess, drunk hookup kind of thing. Down the road, if you do end up wanting to pursue a relationship with like another woman, that the communication needs to be so clear there. If you've never been in a relationship with a woman, you didn't define your sexuality at all. But if you've never been in a relationship with a woman, you can still be interested in in women. Like you, you can still be a lesbian. You can still be gay. You can still be bi. Like you don't need experience to to validate your sexuality right. at all. But what would need to happen is a really honest conversation. If this isn't something that you're entirely sure that you want or would be interested in pursuing. And if you've only ever really like had kind of like the drunk makeouts with other women, like you have to have a really honest conversation with her. So there is no miscommunication because I think it's also very valid. And it is if you are kind of more curious and exploring your sexuality, there's a lot of people who are not interested in being with someone who is testing out the waters and isn't sure like, and that's completely valid. So down the road, give it a year before you pursue anything. But if you comes down to that down the road, make sure your communication is really open and honest. So people aren't expecting things that you have no intention in partaking in. Yeah. This is the most tough love thing I will say in all of this. You have to do a fuck ton of self-work for, I would think, if this guy who you have a crush on, if he's always cracked up to be and like the perfect guy and all of that kind of stuff, if he knows that you've hooked up with your other married coworker and all of that kind of stuff, you need to set the precedent of what relationship you want. And if you have been I'm just doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this or whatever. I don't think that you think that you are ready to be in a serious relationship with him, which is why you're not in a serious relationship with him. And until you can like get the other stuff out, figure all of that other shit, it's not going to just like happen miraculously. Right. We don't figure out how to be in like healthy relationships as they happen. Like we have to set ourselves up for success. Too messy. Yeah. Oh. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am a 21-year-old female. My pronouns are she, her, and my boyfriend is 24 with the pronouns he, him. And we've been been together for three years. I'm calling because my boyfriend has a fairly big friend group and one of the men, 24-year-old, we both have an issue with. This guy is a part of the friend group, but my boyfriend wouldn't say he's actually a friend. This guy has always acted very strange towards me including constantly telling me he approves of me for my boyfriend, telling me he wants a girl like me for himself, and getting way too close at certain times, 
specifically Enoch laying down next to me in my boyfriend and I's bed when he wasn't around. This past weekend, the friend group took a trip, and my boyfriend and I were stuck rooming with his, this guy and his new girlfriend. This girlfriend is very new and so, so quiet and a little clueless. The guy said weird things the entire trip, including how cool he thinks my job is in front of everyone, but in a weird, obsessive way. Since I post about it on social media, it feels like he's always looking out for when I post. But what really drove my boyfriend and I over the edge was during the entire weekend, this guy would follow me into the shared bedroom and what felt like pretending to do something just so he'd get, al- get me alone and talk to me. I don't think my boyfriend really understood how bad this was until I filmed the guy standing over the the foot of my bed while I was laying down talking to me. I felt so vulnerable. My boyfriend and I are pissed and so uncomfortable around him. But if we tell him, he's a type to go run and say something to the rest of the group. I don't want everyone really knowing how I feel, even though they would all believe me over him. We're just a little stuck. What should we do? I'm a Libra. My boyfriend's a cancer. This guy sucks. Help. His sign is sucky. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Why do you care so much about his feelings? No, I mean, I think that like what she's doing, I think it's just down playing it because I think you feel really uncomfortable, but like you're not necessarily sure what the outcome is going to be. So like you're afraid to express how uncomfortable you are because you might feel like, well, what if it gets like worse? But you even said at the end, she said that like, his friends would believe her over him. So like, they know, they see that. Like, they're not all clueless, especially I think if there's some other girls there, they're definitely not clueless. But I think like, A, your feelings are valid. You feeling uncomfortable is like 100% valid, like should not need to be downplayed at all. But also your comfort and safety level is incredibly important. And like, regardless of you are in like an imminent or any possibility of physical danger is honestly irrelevant if it makes you feel like very uncomfortable. It doesn't matter if like, oh, well, like most likely blah, blah, blah. You have to operate in a way that like makes you feel safe and comfortable. And if that is having your boyfriend pull him aside and be like, or no, maybe, maybe the boyfriend talks to the rest of the friends first and says, hey, I've been noticing that like he said a bunch of like weird stuff and like it makes me really uncomfortable. And like, has anybody else been picking up on this? And then they can notice that sort of thing. He's like, I'm going to talk to him. Like that makes me so uncomfortable. If it makes you feel better to have your boyfriend downplay how you like feel about it or be like, she hasn't really said anything to me, but I I can tell it makes her uncomfortable. If that makes you feel better, 100% go for that. But I think like if he wants to go about it in talking to the friends first and then talking to him. So that narrative comes from your guys, your camp versus the other friends. I think honestly, though, if you think that they're all going to like be on your side, regardless, if he has an adverse reaction to this, that is most all I can really see that going is the rest of the friend group being like, We're not comfortable hanging out with him at all anymore. Right. And if not, then like, fuck that whole friend group. They're not looking out for you or your boyfriend and especially your comfort level at all. Like, this is just like, he's crossed so many lines. It's way too fucking far. And I think he should be kicked out of the friend group. I think he should be kicked out of the friend group. That's why I'm like, why do you care? 
how his feelings are. I would tell everybody, it doesn't have to necessarily be you, but your boyfriend can tell everyone, like you said, in the same type of way, like either he needs to be kicked out of the friend group or you get, or you see how other people in the group are accepting of this. And then, you know, those aren't the type of people you want to be around. Also, like, if you don't say anything, he's probably one, he's probably doing this to other women anyway. But like, if you don't say anything, then it will keep happening. And I'm not saying like, it's on you to stop the cycle. But if you don't feel comfortable being around him and you want it to stop, you have to say something. Yeah. And you shouldn't, like you said, like, I, I don't think that he should be a part of this friend group anymore. So like, orchestrating how you say this to like not make it awkward or have the best possible outcome for how he treats you after throw that off the table. Like this is not uh Oh, you can have a do over another chance. Like you've crossed the line on inappropriate and I, you shouldn't, you know, that, that you know, this is inappropriate. Like this mm-hmm. is an active choice. This isn't a misunderstanding. Like you've crossed a line and I'm going to tell you why we are no longer hanging out with you. I hope that you can learn from this to not do this to other people, but there is not recovering in our relationship. Right. And that's like where it should be. And like you said, like if the rest of the friend group is like cool with that and okay with that, that speaks volumes on them. And like as innocent or innocuous or whatever, like it's just no, like it's just, it's uncomfortable and too far. And if you cannot sense that you are making a woman uncomfortable, that's a you fucking problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And nobody else needs to make that their problem. Like, you are the problem, and that needs to be cut out. Agree. Weirdo. What a fucking weirdo. And maybe it'll be like a slow, like a, a slow fade thing from the friend group where, like, they, some people might be hanging out with him individually still a little bit on the side before they, rec- like, realize that. But I think especially if the boyfriend, if says it to the friend group first ahead of, like, if that's who the conversation is with, because I think that, like, Honestly, I kind of think that's the most important conversation because like, fuck this dude. Like this dude, that conversation is a friendship ending one. The conversation with the rest of the friends is how are we going to move forward as a friend group? Right. This is like what always pisses me off with this when it's like, oh, he didn't know. I'm like, people, (laughs) your boyfriend is seeing this and going, this makes me uncomfortable. This obviously makes you uncomfortable. There, there is a, a gauge there for that. And I hope that the rest of the friends see and understand that. Mm -hmm. time for don't blame them don't blame them this is where a listener will call in with their own advice pertaining to a call we've had on a previous episode so maybe they have personal experience maybe they just have some additional insight but this is i was gonna say it's kind of like phone a friend but it's like a friend phones you hi megan and melissa i'm a 26 year old female i'm calling in response to season eight, episode 16, the music teacher who wants to switch careers. I've been teaching for 12 years. It was my first job. Um, I teach preschool. It's basically all I know. (laughs) But when I left for college, I left and I went to pastry school and I came back because I love to teach. I miss the kids. It's kind of hard. You know, you have that passion to get out of it when you're in it. But with COVID, I've been starting to feel burnt out. But luckily, with my pastry degree, I had to do an internship. And so I have another job catering and I've worked there for five years. And I think I've had that opportunity to kind of like find out more about myself and um, build a different life 
outside that opportunity to kind of like find out more about myself and um, build a different life outside of teaching. And like you guys said, I think it's important to kind of, I think it would be good to dip your toes into something else if it were like music lessons, to stay in somewhere where you're so interested and you have so much passion. Because like now seeing that I have the passion for teaching, I also have the passion for the wedding industry. And I've really started to love going to work there where it's something so different and I'm not so burnt out all the time. And, you know, it's kind of allowing myself to grow in a different way that I haven't been able to yet and find sides of myself that I haven't been able to. So I think that trying something new, even if it's not music related, if you need to keep the job for the school year, trying music lessons on the side or, you know, dipping your toes into a different field while you're still finishing out the school year would be a great idea just to help you grow and find out who you are as a person. Thank you so much. I love the podcast. I've been waiting to call in for a long time and I think this is, this is it for me. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. I like her. Me too. Yeah. No, I think that's a great, a great call finding who it's so like insane to me how horribly teachers are paid, how all consuming it is as a career that it's so important, regardless of whatever your career is to have like some sense of like yourself without your career. But when, when you have a career, that's really hard to like leave at the door and also one that's really horribly paid. It's a lot of hoops to kind of jump through for that, which is why I think it's inevitable. So many teachers face a lot of burnout. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a great call. And I think in another life, I would have loved to be like preschool teacher and pastry. Like that does seem very you. I've always said like if I was going to I would love to teach like kindergarten or preschool. I think everybody should be having those outlets, but especially teachers and especially at this time. Mm-hmm. It's just too fucking much. So I hope that helped for that caller. And I think someone also posted in the Facebook group about that call. I think so too. Yeah. So if that original caller, if you are not in the Facebook group and you request, throw that in there or send us a DM so I can like know who you are so I can like make sure to go read your application again in the Facebook group so you can see that stuff. I have not been good at accepting people to the I've Facebook been declining group. a lot of people, but not accepting anyone because it takes a lot of time. It does. We do basically full background checks on all of mm-hmm. you. And it is. And to be fair, since we have done that, there's not so much monitoring and mm-hmm. there's a lot of like even less self-policing in the group because right. like there's just less room for error. Yeah. In people. Uh, huh. Well, so if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And our national listeners, send us an audio message at megapodcast at gmail.com. All the same things I said at the beginning apply. If you want to check out our merch, it is available. We always have it listed in the show notes as well as on our Instagram, which you should go follow, TikTok, all of that kind of stuff. And if you are interested in supporting the show, we are on Patreon. For a dollar a month, you can see all the video versions of the podcast. And then for $5, we do Zoom hangouts twice a month. They're really fun. And it's a great way to like be social without leaving. Without touching anyone. Exactly. And like we've like gotten to know everyone really well, which is really fun. And you, everyone who's a part of it has gotten to know each other and all of that and like made friends. So 
it's a great time and it's only $5 a month, but it also just helps support the show so we can keep doing it. Yeah. Anything you want to specifically promote? Just follow my Instagram, Diamond Imprint Production, my business Instagram and my personal too. Now follow all of our socials. Yeah. Oh, and my book, Paperback. Order it today. Get a, get ahead of it. It's very cute. I'm on the cover. I'm very excited about it. Think about it like Pokemon. Even if you have the hard cover, gotta catch them all. I got it. Will you sign mine? Sure. Thanks. I'll lick it when I'm healthy. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> okay, I'll just sign it with my blood. No, I'll pass out. <laughs> okay, anything else? That's it. Okay, that is it. Wear your mask, get vaccinated, don't kill anybody, and break up with your boyfriend if they suck. Mm-hmm. Or girlfriend. Or your girlfriend. Or, or your or a partner. non-binary partner. Mm-hmm. Break up with somebody today. <laughs> <laughs> it could be just a friend. Could be. It could be could your be. bad hairstylist. There's mm-hmm. someone in your life that you need to break up with. I want you to do some reflecting and journaling and then figure it out. It might be an expired foundation. Like, yeah. fucking break up. Break up with somebody a today. Bottle of ketchup in a refrigerator that's been expired for a year. Mm-hmm. Good time. We will see you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't blame me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa Demonts and Diamond Imprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lawrence. Post production sound by Chris Henry. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.